baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The clouds of Monday are gone. It is a spectacular Tuesday afternoon. Wonderful weather. And there's going to be some rough spots between now and Mardi Gras Day. But the good news is it looks like Monday Gras afternoon. Monday afternoon is going to be really nice and dry. And Mardi Gras Day is going to be nice and dry and slightly cool. But, you know, that's not going to stop people from bearing skin. So don't worry about that. You'll still get the sights. It'll just be a little chilly. I'm Scoot on the air. Really glad you're with us on this uh, Tuesday afternoon. we got a lot to talk about. So uh, Taylor, Taylor Swift did not even mention Travis Kelsey in her acceptance speech at the Grammys. And she had a chance to do that. Didn't even mention it. I wrote a blog about this. It's still trending on the front page of our website, WWL.com. It's also on the Scoot on the Air Facebook page. And if you comment on my Facebook page, I'll read some of your comments coming up on the show. But yeah, Taylor Swift couldn't even mention Travis. Really? You know, she's benefiting um, from the publicity. You know, she would still be huge, even without this relationship with Travis Kelsey. But I can't help but think that she's benefiting to some degree. The NFL is benefiting. And I was just a little surprised that she didn't even mention his name. So anyway, that's what the blog is about. We talked about this a little bit yesterday, but um, you, again, you can comment on my Facebook page. And I'll read some of your comments um, coming up. You know, you know this this idea of Jeff Landry, our, our new governor, sending Louisiana National Guard troops to Texas to help secure the border. This this is uh, th- this kind of reminds me of uh, Bobby Gentle. Who, who from the very beginning was using his uh, his opportunity as governor to run for president. I, I don't know if Jeff Landry is ready to run for president, but it, but he's definitely doing this to gain a national name. He, he's trying to, to get the attention of conservatives all over the country by sending our Louisiana National Guard troops to the border in Texas, because that doesn't help us. I mean, arguably... I guess uh, it vicariously helps us if it helps keep uh, illegal immigrants from coming into the country. But it just seems like that this is a move by Jeff Landry to get national attention. And we've been here before with Bobby Gentle. Is this going to be a repeat of that? We have to wait and see. And then here in New Orleans, I mean, aren't you discouraged by this idea that street flooding is a problem and it's going to be a problem at least until 2025? And that when something breaks, one of these big things breaks, like Turbine 4, we're not going to fix it. We're just going to let it stay broken, which means the streets are going to flood. It costs so much. That, I mean, the, the, the city over the years made so many bad decisions with sewage and water board things. And then there's this whole division between the Sewage and Water Board and uh, New Orleans uh, Public Water Work, Water Works or whatever the, the title of that, that group is. Uh, they really kind of do some of the same things, but, you know, there's uh, miscommunication there sometimes, it seems. But this idea that something breaks and we're not going to fix it, man, if, if I were one of the homes or businesses that gets flooded, I'd be pissed. 
I, I like, I, you know, it's like, wait, you, you're running our city and you can't fix something that's broken. I mean, I know it costs a lot to fix it, but that's not our problem. That's your problem. So anyway, I mean, as a city, we should be outraged over this. <laughs> There's something big breaks and they're not going to fix it because it costs too much. And the city could have prevented itself from being in this position years ago, but it didn't. And I think it goes back to that typical New Orleans mentality. Uh, you know, hey, well, let's just, you know, let's just do what we have to do to keep it running now. You know, let's not worry about the future. You know, let's uh, let the good times roll. Let's just hang out and have a good time. And yeah, we'll just do what we have to do to kind of keep it going right now. Well, that's what le- has led us to the situation that we're, that we're in. And that is a typical New Orleans mentality. And that transcends governors. That's not just Governor Cantrell. I'm sorry. Transcends mayors. That's just not Mayor Cantrell. So it's, you know, it's really um, discouraging that there is this laissez-faire attitude about getting things done and doing things right. You know, we want to, to, to be perceived as being number one. And yet we don't do the right things to be number one. We're number one to tourists, but we're not number one to the residents. And we're here all the time. The tourists come in and out and they love our city and we kiss their ass and, and we take care of them and do everything for them. But, you know, when, when people say, well, hey, 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 what's New Orleans like? Hey, if you're a tourist, New Orleans is great. If you're a resident, it's not so great. And that's the truth. Also, should Donald Trump, since he was president, should he be immune from prosecution? The court says no. What do you think? Should a president be immune from prosecution? That, in my opinion, would be a very dangerous precedent. But there are people who think Donald Trump should be immune from prosecution. And you know I like to stay away from controversy. I just just don't like to get into controversial things. So we'll talk about the border bill. What's right about the border bill? And, And what's true? And what is rhetoric about the border bill? I can't wait to get into this discussion. Also, there's a survey that shows that 90% of employees say age discrimination is common at work. But with all the complaints about the the work ethic of younger workers, why aren't older workers considered better? I mean, we hear so many complaints about younger younger workers. Oh, that younger generation, they have no work ethic. Uh, They want to do the minimum. Why is it that there's discrimination against somebody who's older? What's, what's the problem with people who are older? And, you know, we're talking about this survey, and we're talking about people over 50. So we're not talking about people over 80. 90% of the, of the employees over 50 say there's age discrimination, and it's common at work. If you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. Ian Hoke is our senior producer. He is with us this afternoon in the control room in the studio that we have still not named. No, we don't have a name for it. We just call it the other studio. He's in the other studio at the controls. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon to you, too, as well. You know, when, when, when you have a day off or you're in Portland or whatever, and I'm sitting there and Coleman's sitting here, I call it the jar. The jar? Yeah, but you don't have to call it that. No, I don't want to. I don't think I'll let maybe, you call maybe it the that, jar. Maybe, you know, put, put your well, own Because it's like this mouth. glass. Yeah. It's like you're in a little jar in here. Yeah. 
I got, you know, I got glass windows on three sides and it's, yeah. I feel kind of like Gene Hackman in Enemy of the State where I got all the yeah. computers and it's all insulated from the outside world. All right, cool. Anyway, you, <sighs> you are in control of, of the I show. I am in control. Yes, yep. thank you very much. I'm trying to drink a lot of water today, Scoot. I'm trying to stay hydrated. Good. Uh, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be in the Muses Parade on Thursday night. I'm going to be puppeteering a giant butterfly. Wow. And that's a long haul, man. Yeah, all the way is. from like yeah. Jefferson and Magazine all the way downtown. It's a beautiful parade. Oh, yeah. It's one of the most beautiful. I mean, I love Muses. I'm a little bit sad I'm not, I'm, you know, I may not actually get to see much of it because uh, I'm going to be in it this year. I'm going to be puppeteering a giant butterfly at the beginning of the parade. So if you're out on the route and you see this kind of hipster doofus uh, with the glasses and the beard puppeteering a uh, butterfly, you know, say hello. Hey, I, I think some of the women in Muses, I think they're already starting to drink before the parade. Well, I mean, that's how you're supposed to do well, it. Because yeah, you know do. you're not allowed to drink once you're on the well, float. Well, no, of course not. No, those we are the rules. We would never do that. And we know about the rules because we <laughs> definitely followed them. That's right. As <laughs> much as possible. We followed them as much as we possibly could. Yeah, so on Thursday after uh, after your Loco Express, I got to haul butt out of here. Okay. And go line up on the parade route uh, at about four thirty. Uh, uh, such a great time of year. I think the weather's going to be Stoked. nice on, yeah, on the Thursday. Be great on Thursday. Yeah, I think I'm some showers excited. are going to come in uh, Friday, maybe Saturday, but just uh, some stuff that you could dodge. And Sunday looks like, at this point, Sunday looks like it's going to be the most challenging day. We'll, we'll put it's it a nice that way. way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, but Bacchus Bash with the Top Cats and many others taking place. It's a, f- a free party in the, the, the street right there outside of Generations Hall. And it's uh, it's a, it's a blast to get us all ready for for Bacchus and Bacchus is, is as far as we know Bacchus is going to roll, and and we will know more over the next couple of days. So don't get down about this. Just have positive thoughts about Sunday, and then it looks like Lundi Gras Monday. There are going to be some showers in the morning, but then they're over, and Lundi Gras is going to be a nice afternoon, nice evening for the crew of uh, Orpheus. And then the Orpheus Escapade, which is a, just a, a total blowout. And then Mardi Gras Day in the 50s, dry. I mean, that's nice. That's nice. Because, you know, some of you wear costumes, and, I mean, you're like sweating bullets under these costumes because they're, they're, they're hot. All costumes are not, like, totally ventilated. And, and I've noticed that when the weather is a little cooler for Mardi Gras Day, that does not stop people from showing skin. They still show it. <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna do what they want to do, whether it's fifty or, or eighty, and I'm okay with that. You know, a very very sad note um, in the news. Um, Toby Keith, just a legendary country performer, has has passed away at the age of sixty two. We've been dealing with stomach cancer, surrounded by his uh, his family and friends when he when he passed away, and he says that he was um, he was at total peace uh, with where he was and where he was going and he just um accepted it and uh, went through the the treatments as best he could and and he was ready for whatever whatever happened and uh, toby keith has now passed away but just a, a legendary iconic country singer i'm sorry that he's uh, that he's gone I'm Scoot on the air. If you want to join us with a comment, the Okanoy Jewelers talking text line is 504-260-1870. Ian, let's check in with some of the early texts that are coming in. A lot of our listeners are rushing to Taylor Swift's defense. Here's a sampling. Uh, This one says, yesterday you were making fun of the New York Post for their stupid complaint about Taylor Swift, but now you're agreeing with them? Let it go, Scoot. Let her live her life without people telling her what to do at every single opportunity. I'm just making a comment. Uh, here's another one that says, I mean, I, 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 you. yeah, I just I think she should have should have mentioned him. But I mean, I'm not bashing. I'm not 
condemning her. I'm just mentioning that I think she should have uh, she should have said something. Oscar on the North Shore is listening and says regarding the Taylor Swift issue, I don't see where it really matters if she acknowledged Travis Kelsey or not. He wasn't around when she climbed that ladder of fame. I don't know why anyone would have an issue with this. I guess some people need to get a life and not be consumed with the Swift Kelsey hype. Uh, here's another that says no one cares but you. Conservatives don't like her taking a minuscule amount of TV time and liberals don't really care. Well, that's not true. I mean, that's not true. I mean, foxnews.com has stories about Taylor Swift. I mean, that's simply factually not true because not everybody cares, but some people care, but not everybody cares about other things that we, we talk about. There's no guarantee that on, on, on any given show, we're going to make everybody happy. We don't even try to. So, uh, you know, yeah, Taylor Swift is kind of a fun pop culture thing to, to, to talk about. Um, if I were Travis Kelsey, I would have wanted her to mention me. If we were that serious, I would have wondered. Uh, I would have wanted to mention, especially because there's been so much publicity about her, um, and and him mentioning her and him uh, when he does a good play, they sh- they show her. I just thought it would have been uh, a nice thing to do if their relationship is really serious, and maybe it's not really that serious, which is, I guess, a conclusion that that that, that I come to, but. Uh, look, this is just a, a fun part of the show that we we mentioned. Nobody's bashing Taylor Swift on the show. It, it what what t- tell tell us what what would you want her to say? Do you say I want to thank my boyfriend Travis for all the love and support? You know, sort of generic boilerplate shout out to your SO or I mean, in your imagine what what would satisfy you? Um, you know, I would have I think something to the effect of uh, hey, you know, life is really good, and um, you know, um, Travis, I'll see you in the Super Bowl. Oh, yes, that's, that's not bad. You know, just something something simple like that. Not like, you know, I want to put my tongue down your throat or anything okay. like that. Okay. Wow, that went places fast. Here's a text that says, uh, oh, about uh, Jeff Landry and the National Guard. This text says, if John Bell was sending troops to the border, you would be praising oh, him. Oh, shut up. But because shut the government up. has a Republican attached, we criticize him. We shut call him a racist scoop. Would all of you people stop that? Would you just stop it? It's just, it's it's boring it's ignorant. It's just stupid. You obviously don't listen to this show, and I feel sorry for you because you think you've just got me so figured out, and you don't really listen to the show. So, you know, you're not deserving of one of the Scoot on the Air tuned-in t-shirts because you're clearly not tuned in. Imagine for one second that John Bell Edwards was still in office and for some reason was talking about sending National Guard troops to Texas to help with the we would not have praise for that i don't think i would say I the exact same thing if john bell edwards did this because it's not about jeff landry being a republican now the people who make these comments they are so politically biased that they can't see anything unless it is uh, coming through their biased prism their political prism everything is filtered through that now for me that's not the case I talk about behavior. I talk about actions. And I guarantee if John Bell Edwards did the same thing, I would say the exact same thing. So get over it. Uh, I'll leave you with this one. Scoot, I'm in a state of depression. It's going to possibly rain on the best and my favorite parade, the crew of Toth, this Sunday. This crew is amazing. By passing in front of all the nursing facilities uptown, I hope the public still comes out to support them. They are the best. Yeah, I hope so, too. And, you know, it may be that uh, some parades are going to, you know, I don't know. I, I don't want to make any, any comment about their, their plans. But, you know, we, we do know that everything 
about this coming weekend is not, as far as I can tell, not as definitive as last weekend. Last Saturday, it was definitive. And forecast after forecast had this definite moment when we were going to get hit with heavy, heavy, heavy rain. And we actually did at that same moment. So that forecast was true. This forecast seems to be a little bit um, less, um, less definitive. So let's go with that. Be optimistic. And we'll let you know what, uh, what goes on between now and then. All right. If you want to join us for the comment, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. Yeah, I, you know, I love the people that are so biased themselves that they think it is impossible for anybody to, to be fair and objective. And yet, if you really listen to this show, you would maybe be shocked at how objective I really am. I mean, I've got my opinions about Trump. I've got my opinions about a lot of things. But when it comes to something like the governor of our state or the mayor of our city, I have been objective. Now, when they do something, when their behavior or their actions uh, deserve criticism, hey, this is talk radio. That's my job. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, coming up in the next hour, we're going to talk about the uh, the border bill. And we'll do the best we can to kind of sort things out because there's a lot of political rhetoric going on there about the bill, the border bill. And really, there are people commenting on how this is really uh, ripping up the Re- Republican Party. So it's uh, going to be interesting to see what, uh, what happens here. So we're going to get into that a little bit later. You know I like to stay away from controversy, so... Uh, we are going to get into the, the border bill a little bit later. I mean, what's true and what's and what's rhetoric? Th- the question is, will you even have an open mind about it? Because so many people are poisoned by right-wing radical conservative media, social media, and, and media in general. And they've been brainwashed into to, to thinking certain things, to, to thinking that things are only one way. And it's really not that way. And wait till you hear some of the people who are endorsing the bill. People that I would assume that many of you would be totally respectful of. All right. Also, a federal appeals court says that Donald Trump can stand trial in his 2020 election interference case. In the second such decision in two months, judges have rejected the ex-president's claims that he's immune from prosecution and can be prosecuted for actions he took while here in the White House and before the Capitol riot. While the Supreme Court has held presidents are immune from civil liability for official acts, Trump's lawyers say that should extend to criminal prosecution. Special counsel Jack Smith's team says there's no such immunity in the Constitution or prior cases. Trump's trial was to start in March, but a federal judge postponed it last week without setting a new date. Trump is hoping to put it off until after the November election. 
Sagar Magani at the White House. Yeah, because then he's going to claim he's president and uh, is immune from any kind of prosecution. Political scientist Chris uh, Galderi says that he's not surprised by the court ruling and thinks that the Supreme Court probably will not even touch this. Trump was essentially arguing um, that he or any other person who had ever been president should basically enjoy you know, lifetime immunity for prosecution for anything. Um, and that is, you know, a just an extraordinarily sweeping argument to make in the face of the unanimous ruling by the um, by the appeals court. Um, it's much more likely that the Supreme Court will simply not hear anything and not have, you know, what would be, um, you know, a lengthy and contentious oral argument process and that sort of thing. Um, they may still choose to do that. But, um, you know, if they can avoid this subject entirely, I think they'll take that opportunity. We are about nine months away from Election Day. So, you know, um, if if he can get a week's delay here, a week's delay there, um, you know, it adds up. And think about all of you who want Joe Biden to go to jail. So if it passes that, that a president cannot be uh, prosecuted because they're immune from prosecution, then you can't put Joe Biden in jail. I mean, you can't even talk about it. So, uh, I mean, I just, don't, I just don't think it's in the spirit of this country that we allow presidents to be immune from prosecution. That turns a president into essentially like a dictator. Like a president can do anything and not be prosecuted. Why shouldn't the president the leader of our country, have to um, be subject to the same laws that we're subject to. If you've got a comment, the Open Art Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. Let's go to Hammond. Irvin, you're on WWL. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Scoop. Uh, I tell you, Governor Landry is wearing me thin already. He's only been in office for a little bit over a month. You know, he wants to send the Louisiana National Guard to the border, I would prefer that he put the National Guard in those Humvees and let them roll up and down the streets of New Orleans. That would be a great crime deterrent. Well, I I agree. And the other thing that bothers me about this, Irvin, is that it seems like Jeff Landry is trying to appease conservatives nationally. He's trying to make a name for himself nationally using his position as governor of Louisiana to, to to do that. Well, and he also, he goes with the other governors to the border for a photo op, you know, and back here in Louisiana, if he wants to do a photo op, I'd like him to get in front of the uh, Louisiana Department of Education building in Baton Rouge, get the press gathered, he can do a photo op, and he can make an announcement as a, as a governor, as a leader, he's going to try to bring the teacher uh, of Louisiana to the southern average which would probably promote better education in the state. And the only thing that New Orleans may not like is I don't like them pulling 50-plus Louisiana state troopers off the state roads and and trying to form a permanent state trooper unit in New Orleans because we live up on the North Shore, and the highways, the interstate especially up here, is just murder. People are dying. There's people texting. There's speeding going on. There's very little traffic control. 
So I believe, you know, a city is responsible for their own law enforcement. I'll give it to you. Well, Irvin, I I understand that. Uh, I just I don't know if the presence of state police officers on the interstate are going to stop people from texting. I mean, that's really an individual decision. And it is a huge problem. And it's 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 a fact. I mean, people are dying because people are simply texting on their phones and it's, it's distracted driving. And while there's always been distracted driving, it seems like that phone and the things that we do on the phone, you know, it takes you outside of the car. Mentally, it takes you outside of the car. It takes you outside of traffic. It takes you to a a place where somebody else is. When you're communicating with somebody on the phone, it mentally takes you out of the vehicle. You know, if, if you're talking in the car, there are things that can distract you in the car. But if you're in the car, you're more... I think you're more cognizant of traffic and things around you. I mean, I see people, and I know you do as well, I see people on, on the interstate that are driving 40 miles an hour, and they're driving 40 miles an hour because they're, they're texting or they're on their phone. They're not even in the vehicle. They're not even mentally in the vehicle. They have no idea what's going on around them. And these are the people who are, who are dangerous. So I think that's really a, a key aspect of doing stuff on, on your phone. All right, let's go to Egan with a couple of your text messages. Uh, Here's a text from Frank in Long Island who said, Did you happen to see the interview with Dr. Phil McGraw? He went to the border, spoke to the Border Patrol, and they said they don't need anything. They just need their hands to be untied. There's a law. It's called 212F, something like that, and a bill. They don't need this other bill. He's 1,000% against this bill. What are your thoughts about that? Well, yeah, we're going to talk about that in, in, in the next hour, and, and, and maybe there are things that could have been done, but they're, they're not being done, and uh, there's been talk of, uh, we need a bill, uh, we need this, uh, and, and then when it comes to close, getting close to reality, then, then people are against it for political reasons. I mean, it's a Charlie Foxtrot. But, you know, let's go, let's go back to this other question. Um, should Jeff Landry, as our governor, should he send Louisiana National Guard troops to the Texas border to help secure the border? How do you feel about that? And if it's Jeff Landry, think about how many of you are for it because he's a Republican. And think about how many of you might be against it if it were John Bell Edwards, an alleged Democrat. All right. If you have a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers talk and text line 504-260-1870. But in the midst of all of this controversy, in the midst of all of this um, news that is so unsettling to all of us, let's take time to realize it's a beautiful day. Yeah, I mean, we can get into it with these topics on the air, but I mean, let's don't lose our humanity and let's don't like, you know, lose the idea that, you know, life is great. I'm Scoot and we'll be back on WWL. Hey, the flood's coming. We know it's coming, and the city has announced, well, Sewage and Water Board has announced that, hey, guess what? Turbine 4 breaks? We're not going to fix it because it costs too much, and we're just going to wait till all this stuff is done in 2025. I mean, how unsettling is, is this news that uh, we're not going to fix it? If it breaks, the stuff's too old, we're not going to fix it. I, I understand financially how that makes sense. But from a practical standpoint, it means your businesses and your homes are going to flood. And they know they're going to flood. We're not even in hurricane season yet. And so if something breaks, some of this stuff, they're not even going to fix it. I, I, I find that to be extremely defeating. I, I find it extremely unsettling. And, and we should just be very vocal about this. I don't know what good it's going to do. I mean, we're kind of, we're, we're kind of victims of, of a city that has not um, looked to the future. Like a long time ago, they had a chance to look toward the future, and they did not. 
and they let that laissez-faire New Orleans mentality kick in and just say, eh, well, you know, we do, we, well, we'll just fix this a little bit. Now, let's not get new stuff. Let's just fix what we got. You know, it's okay. Hey, by the way, you know what? You want to go to Pat O'Brien's for a, for a drink? I mean, that's, that's the city. What about the Pelicans? <laughs> Last night, B.I. scored eight three-pointers, 41 points, to lead the Pelicans over the Raptors, 138 to 100. I mean, do the math. That's almost a 40-point win. That is phenomenal. And now because of Mardi Gras and all the things that are tied up downtown, the uh, Pelicans hit the road for their Mardi Gras road trip. Uh, a Jefferson Parish Sheriff a deputy a shot a person along the Marrero parade route, the uh, crew of music. Uh, rolled last night for the first time. This was in Marrero. And apparently you've just got some um, some bonehead who is uh, not listening to deputies, and it got to the point where uh, somebody had to shoot him. And I, what do you say? You know, I mean, sometimes there's a reason police have to shoot you. And you can't bitch and complain, oh, they shot me, they shot me. Well, you know, pay attention to the damn police, and maybe you won't get shot. Let's go to Baton Rouge. MC, you're on WWL. Hey, Scoot, how are you today? I'm wonderful. Look, I just want to make a comment. When President Biden came to office, didn't he issue an executive order to cancel all the policy that Trump put regarding the southern border? I don't think all of them, but okay, go ahead. Most of them. I mean, if he, President Biden, really want the border closed, he would go and issue an executive order and stop all these nonsense going on. Yeah. So you're for uh, you're for uh, President Biden using executive orders. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Look, it's a it's it's a mess. It's been a mess for a long time, and it's, it's, it's going to be a mess for— I mean, if everything was set in place right now, uh, I think it would take a long time to, to fix it. And uh, I still blame both sides. I'm not so quick to blame Biden because he's president and things have gotten worse under Biden. I mean, I blame Biden for not doing more. I do. But uh, both sides have been involved in this, and the Republicans haven't really stood up and said, we're the party that's going to solve this and watch what we can do. Why haven't they done that? And so that's why I think I think it's fair for us to blame both both sides and, and hold both sides accountable for this. Oh, I, I fully agree. I think the president, along with all Congress, should be fired because they have not done their job. Yeah, no, they if certainly they were in a public. Haven't. If they were in a, in a public company, they would be fired long, yeah. long time ago. MC, I mean, look, I'm, I'm a legal I came to this country in 72, legally. And every year I had to go to the to the immigration office on Loyola Avenue to tell them I'm in school, that's where I live, that's what I'm doing. And now the border is wide open. And they give the people phone, money, and here, go where you want to go in the U.S. This is completely out of control. Well, it, it, it is. It is. I, I, I agree with you, and I appreciate you coming to this country illegally. Uh, we need people like you. Uh, there are some people who are born in this country who don't care about this country. They don't work to contribute to this country. And I would trade some American citizens for people like you who actually want to come here and be part of our country. MC, um, I appreciate the call. 
Uh, we're going to come back with uh, more of your calls and more of your uh, text messages. Also, let me mention that uh, Mandeville, the parade shooting in Mandeville, a suspect has been identified. They're looking for, is it Tyrin Bailey? He's accused of firing a gun in a large crowd during a fight near business near a business on LA-22 at US-90 Service Road, US-190 Service Road. So little Bailey couldn't solve a little problem. We got a nice picture of him. If you know where this little punk ass is, turn him in. I mean, the shot wounded another person, taken to the hospital. Police have not disclosed the condition of the victim. But, I mean, it's just, a, it's a, this is another, it's just another little thug punk, this time on the North Shore, not in the city, but on the North Shore, who's wanted for second-degree murder, aggravated battery, and gun charges. And you're asked to call the Mandeville Police Department if you know anything about this little thug punk, because that's what he is. And if he continues to be out there on his own, he might shoot you. He might shoot you. He might shoot some of your family. So let's do what we can to round up this little bastard and let him face uh, his, uh, his time in court. Let him face the charges. If he's not guilty, he's not guilty. But um, try to help the police um, find the guy. Yeah, I, I think this is something that a lot of people misunderstand in America. Uh, you're not free to do whatever the hell you want. You're, you're not. I mean, there are rules. And you got to follow the rules. And if you don't follow the rules, then we as a society should get together and, uh, and, and find you. I'm Scoot. We're coming back on WWL. A sad day on the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar. On this day in 1998, Beach Boy guitarist and singer Carl Wilson died from lung cancer. He was only 51 years old, and he sang lead on Good Vibrations, Kokomo, and this song, one of my favorite Beach Boy songs, uh, God Only Knows. And this still reminds me of the, uh, the, the closing scene of the movie, Love Actually. I'm Scoot on the air. All right, so the border, what is true and what is rhetoric? We'll get into a discussion about that coming up in the next hour. Much more still to come. It's a beautiful Tuesday afternoon, and we'll be back on WWL. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 